Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is on everything you need to know about S-Corps, and this is just a series wrap-up and summary episode. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around financials and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Now, again, today we're talking about everything you need to know about an S-Corp, and this is a series wrap-up. So the past six weeks, we've been doing a six-part series on S-Corps, and we're talking about a bunch of different factors to familiarize yourself with an S-Corporation, what you need to know, how you need to do things correctly. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, go back, listen to each episode one by one, as you're going to get a lot of good information and go much more deeper into the details. But today what I want to do is just kind of go through uh, what we discussed and just put it in a summary format. So that if you are just now coming in, you have a summary general idea about S corporations. And if you want to dig in and learn more, you can then go into those various episodes that we did. So the first episode in the series is what is a pass-through entity? And just to be you know, very simple or a basic concept, basically a pass-through entity is where you have income and expenses related to your business that are reported on a business tax return. That business tax return could be a Schedule C, a partnership, an S corporation, and then the profit from those businesses are reported to you on your personal return where the taxes are paid. So a flat, a pass-through entity essentially just means that you file a business tax return with your business activity on it, but in the end, it passes through to you as the owner and you pay taxes on whatever the profit is from that business. So examples of uh, pass-through entities would be a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC or a multi-member LLC or a partnership or an LLC taxed as an S-corporation or a corporation taxed as an S-corporation. Basically, a C-corporation would be something that is not a pass-through entity. So if you're operating as an LLC, a sole proprietorship, an S-corporation, you would be considered a pass-through entity, which again, just means that you report the business income and expenses on a business tax return, whether that's a Schedule C, a partnership return, or an S-corporation, and the profit from that business flows through to you as the owner, and you pay taxes on the profit of that business on the personal side, not on the business side. So our first episode is what is a pass-through entity? If you want more information on that, check that out. The second episode is where we talked about what is an LLC and how is it different from an S-corporation. And in this episode, we really kind of wanted to dig into what is an LLC or a sole proprietorship. And we talked about how As a sole proprietorship or LLC, you would file your taxes on a Schedule C, which would be your personal tax return if you were just a single member. Or if you had partners, then you'd file a partnership tax return via a 1065. And we talked about how a sole proprietorship or LLC is taxed. And when we were talking about this, we basically say that you pay your normal income tax rate on the income from that business. So your business profit's $100,000. You pay your normal income tax rate 
on the profit of that business. And then you also pay self-employment taxes of 15.3% on that profit. So you profit $100,000, you pay your normal income tax rate, plus self-employment taxes of 15.3%. And so we ran through an example with this. And, and the example was that if you have um, a profit of $80,000 in your business, you're going to pay your normal income tax rate, whatever that is, and then you're going to have self-employment taxes of 11000 and change over and above your normal income tax rate. And we discussed that this is the main problem and why we look at an S-corporation is to avoid the amount of self-employment taxes that you're paying. And so that is where we kind of wrapped into our third episode, which is what is an S-corporation and why should I maybe elect to be one? And with this, we talked about how an S-corporation is a way to be taxed. It's not an entity type at the state level. It's simply a way to be taxed. So you would need to be an LLC or a corporation first, and then you would elect to be taxed as an S-corporation. And with an S-corporation, you report your um, income, business income and expenses on a form 1120S, which is an S-corp tax return. And then you get a K-1 that, again, makes sure that that flows through to you or passes through to you as the owner. And we talked about with an S-corporation that there's this payroll requirement. So as an S-corporation, you have to run payroll to yourself as the owner of the business. You have to take a reasonable salary, whatever that might be. And then we also talked about how S-corporations are taxed. And so we, we talked about how with an S-corporation, you would pay your normal income tax rate on the profit from that business, but that's it. So whatever that profit is from that business, you do not have to pay self-employment taxes on. Now, one thing to think about, though, is that that payroll or that reasonable salary that you take as the owner, you do have to pay self-employment taxes on. So with an S-corporation, you basically split your income into two pieces, a salary portion and a dividend or a distribution piece. And you pay self-employment taxes on that salary portion, but you avoid self-employment tax on the dividends or owner's draw or owner's distributions that you took. And so we use kind of an example that says we looked at the a, a single member LLC or a sole proprietorship before where you had $80,000 in profit and you were paying self-employment taxes of 11000 And in this episode, we talked about, okay, let's imagine that we move that to an S-corporation. So now we don't pay any taxes on the distribution or any self-employment taxes on the distribution that we take. So let's say that we assume we take that same $80,000 and we assume that $36,000 would be a reasonable salary for the work that we're doing. So on that situation, we're going to pay self-employment taxes on $36,000, which is a little over $5,500, but we're going to avoid self-employment taxes on the remaining $44,000 of that initial eighty. dollars and so simply by moving an S corporate, by moving to an S corporation with a business profiting $80,000, we're saving just under $6,000 in self-employment taxes. And this is why we talked about, this is why um, it makes sense to be elected or to, to go the S corp route. Now, we also mentioned in, in all of our episodes that you should definitely talk to a tax advisor about your specific situation, because although S corp makes sense for a lot of businesses out there, you might have some weird situation or certain circumstance where it doesn't make sense. There's also certain areas of the country, certain states, not many, that do not treat us corporations nicely. So Tennessee might be an example where you might want to avoid an S corporation. But again, talk to a tax professional about this. And so we said, okay, 
with an S corporation, we can save a lot on self-employment taxes. Now, what are the downsides? And there's two main downsides to being an S corporation. One, you have to file a separate business tax return. So you have to file a Form 1120S, which is typically a little bit more complex and typically has some added cost to it compared to if you're just a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC. And then we also talked about how you have to run payroll to yourself as an employee of your business. So there are some payroll costs added to that. So uh, that's why we normally recommend thinking about an S corporation once your profit hits $40,000 or more. If you're under that, the S corporation isn't necessarily going to hurt you, but the added costs with the separate business tax return and the payroll are going to eat into some of your tax savings. So again, keep that in mind. That $40,000 mark is a rough idea of when it might make sense to go the S corp route. So once we talked about an S corporation, why you might want to do that, we talked about what are the requirements for an S corporation and how do you go about setting that up? And so some of the basic requirements are, are that you uh, must have an LLC or a corporation initially set up. Um, the shareholders can be individuals, but they cannot be a partnership, a corporation or something like that. Um, and you cannot have more than a hundred shareholders and you cannot be, have a shareholder be a non-resident alien. So there are a few requirements for an S corporation. Check that episode out or that blog post out if you want more information on that. And then we talked about that if you want to elect to be taxed as an S corporation, what forms do you file? How do you do it? And we talked about filing form 2553. That's the election form that you would do to elect to be taxed as an S corporation. And we talked about some things on how that has to be done within two and a half months after, um, after you start the business or after the year that you want it to be effective. Now, there are some opportunities for a late election. Check out that episode if that is relevant to you. So once we talked about what are the requirements for an S corporation, how do you set it up? We talked about what is a reasonable compensation for an S corporation owner? Because remember, as an S corp, you're required to take a reasonable salary. So this is going to be a good episode to check out. We said that the IRS doesn't really give too much guidance on what they consider a reasonable salary. So we talked about a couple different options that you have to start determining that reasonable salary. Again, these are just starting points. Um, we also talked about what happens if you take too low of a salary. Um, so what can happen if the IRS says that your salary is too low? And then we also discussed how to run payroll to yourself. You know, how do we go about running that payroll? Is it complex? We talked about Gusto and how Gusto can really make that process pretty easy for you. There is just a monthly cost, of course, for them to take care of all that for you. So if you're wondering about payroll, reasonable compensation around the S corporation, check out the episode on um, reasonable comp. And then the final episode to kind of wrap up the entire series was I have an S corporation. Now, what do I need to know? What else do I need to know? And so in this episode, we talked about, you know, various things you have to do if you have S corp owner health insurance how you need to, need to treat that within the business and add it to your payroll. And then we also talked about an accountable plan, which is basically a fancy word for reimbursement policy. And this is a plan that you can put in place to, in your business to be able to reimburse yourself from the business for um, uh, business items that you paid for personally or items that are split between business and personal use. 
And so that was the final episode. Again, it's a six-series episode. Um, uh, just to recap, our first one was about what is a pass-through entity. This was just an overall understanding of entities, how they're taxed. We then talked about the LLC. So we introduced the LLC, how that is taxed in relation to how an S-corporation is taxed. Then we talked about the S-corporation and why it may make sense for you to elect status to be an S corporation. We showed some examples of the profit or the, the taxes of an S corp versus non S corp. We then talked about what are the requirements for an S corporation and how do you set one up? Then the fifth uh, episode in our series was what is a reasonable compensation for an S corporation owner and how do you go about running payroll? And then again, we wrapped it up with now that you're an S corporation, now that you made that move, is there anything else that you need to know? So I, I, I hope that this series on S-Corps has been fun, has been very um, beneficial to you. Uh, where we, I'm going to include in the show notes a link to a blog that we have that wraps everything into one where you can see all the episodes uh, or re-listen to all the episodes in one place. And you can also access blog posts that we did for every episode to um, kind of counterpart what we discussed on that episode. So uh, if you have additional questions to ask corporations, want to dive deeper to what, then what we even went in the past six episodes, be sure to shoot them over. I'm more than happy to do a follow-up episode to certain things about S-corporations to kind of bring things back and, and, and touch anything that we may have missed on or some questions that you as a business owner have. And if there's any other topics that you want us to kind of do a deep dive into certain things like this, this was just S-corp, but we might want to do a deep dive into something else, retirement, whatever that might be shoot me an email on that or hit us up in the Facebook group on more kind of topics that you would like to deep dive into. So again, uh, this was a, just a wrap up and kind of a, a general overview of what we talked about with the S Corp. If you haven't already listened to the prior episodes, check out the link in the show notes that links to all of our blog posts as well that accompany each episode. And if you have any additional questions, be sure to shoot us over and we will put an episode on that. So thanks again for listening to another episode. And I will see you guys next week. Now, one last thing before I go. Don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.jetrotax.com. Simply click resources and then podcast where you can go there and check out our past episodes. Also, don't forget to join our free bookkeeping training program and free Facebook group. I've provided links to both of these in the show notes below. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.